Welcome to the Book Bet Podcast, where we like to help you explore the world of fantasy, Christian or otherwise, specifically in books, because, you know, Book Bet. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Jason Coop. And I'm your other host, Carlissa J. And today we're going to talk about something that I've become increasingly passionate about that I don't think enough people are passionate about, at least in Christian circles. Manga. That's right. I said it. You should be passionate about manga. So why are we talking about this? Like I said, more people should be passionate about it. I don't think enough people are. And also, is it just me or is manga just flat out missing in quote unquote Christian circles? It is flat out missing along with graphic novels. So yeah. So, you know, for the most part anyway. Yeah. Sad things. So we are going to shed some light on those things and tell you why you should be passionate about manga, graphic novels, comic books, you know, other ways of telling stories other than letters on a page. More visual storytelling. That yeah. isn't Movies. electronic. <laughs> that Well, that isn't movie or yeah. based or whatever. Mm -hmm. That kind of format. All right. So we're going to start with some definitions, specifically with manga, since manga comes primarily from Japan. So there are some things about it that people out here in the West wouldn't know off the top of their heads. So it may not make sense. All right. So first off, we'll start off with a little definition from good old Merriam-Webster, the dictionary, for those who aren't aware that dictionaries still exist. It is, quote, Japanese comic books and graphic novels considered collectively as a genre. Here's where we're going to we're going to cover some similarities between manga and graphic novels. First of all, they're visual mediums, a bit of a no duh there, and they tend to be released, you know, on a monthly or weekly chapter by chapter basis. Again, that's pretty common. Maybe not so much for graphic novels here in the West, but definitely in terms of comic books. So, also, much like comic books for manga, if the series is popular enough, chapters will be put together and published as a volume. And some differences Manga is primarily published in black and white, except for special editions or something like that. Whereas in the West, it's definitely our comic books are tend to always be in color and our graphic novels are... Variable. Yeah, but they're definitely more in favor of color than, say, the manga, which, like I said, is almost exclusively in black and white. Mm-hmm. Manga's read right to left, not left to right. That's, that's more of a Japanese thing, really, yeah. than anything else, so... And also, and this is something that I find fascinating, is that manga is initially released through manga magazines. A notable one out in Japan is called Weekly Shonen Jump, which has been around since 1968, so not a new thing. But I don't know, I find that fascinating, having a magazine subscription, and every week or month, however often you get this magazine, it's all these different stories that may or may not ever see the light of day in terms of a volume publication or whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, I've noticed that manga tends to be a series, tends to be written by one person or a creative team, as opposed to, especially our comic books, where, frankly, comic book titles tend to get bounced around from one person to another, like a hot potato. It's a little weird at times. And also, manga tends to be a simpler style visually, more with more emphasis on over-exaggeration and reaction, that sort of thing, as opposed to definitely a lot of our comic books tend to go for a quasi-realistic type thing in terms of movements, reactions, that kind of thing. Or at least that's just what I've noticed. Also, um, let's go over some of the demographics for manga. I'm uh, going to apologize in advance in case I butcher these words at all. 
there's Shonen and Shoho, which are aimed at tween and teen boys and girls. And then there's Sinan and Jose. Sorry, it it looks like it should be Jose, but I don't. No, no. I know, because that's a Spanish word. I'm trying to remember how the Japanese. Well, J is an H, right? No. I thought it was. In Japanese, I'm pretty sure it's more of a N, because Nippon is what they call Japan. You can just take all that I said and just throw that out the window. Look in the podcast notes for the article referenced and you'll see this stuff and can draw your own conclusions on how to say it or look it up. Anyway, those are aimed at adult men and women, 18 plus for our terminology. So consequently, I don't think I'll ever read any of those. And finally, we have Kodo Momuke. I know I probably ruined that too, which are aimed at young kids. And yeah, graphic novels are essentially our version of manga, I've come to conclude. Yeah. And because graphic novels, unlike comic books, tend to be published as a complete book, whereas comic books, you get issues which are released individually, which could be part of a collective story or a throwaway story. Also, I've noticed, at least in the bookstores we've gone to, there appears to be a significant trend of translating already published books into graphic novel form. Well, so series that exist in regular novel format. Yeah. Like, may also, for youth, may also exist in, or have like little bits and pieces told in manga version. No, or graphic, graphic novel, novel version, sorry. There are differences. Yeah, Both sorry. stylistically and etc. Sorry, yeah. Because... Graphic novels are read left to right, like our usual English mm-hmm. writings, as opposed to manga. Sorry, I meant graphic novel. Yeah, you need to be specific. And some examples of already published series and stuff getting the graphic novel treatment are Wings of Fire and Warriors. I'm sure there's plenty of others because, wow, that graphic novel shelf was huge. At the bookstore? Yeah. Yeah. That was huge. So... Having gotten all this out of the way, I have a few questions and or notes and feel free to pipe in every now and then the so far silent pilot. I have my own notes. Anyway, as stated, I've been to a couple different bookstores. Admittedly, these were secular, not Christian. And the library. And the library too. There are like literally walls of both manga and graphic novels. Not the two combined separate i'm just like okay so here's my question why on god's green earth is the evangelical industrial complex so far behind on this trend i know it tends to be at least 10 years behind whatever trend is going on in the world today but seriously manga and graphic novels from the few numbers i've been able to find Eminently's numbers may not be entirely accurate, are killing it in terms of sales, and somehow we're not latching on to this. So first of all, we're going to explain what the evangelical industrial complex is. Shout out to Sky Jitani of the Holy Post for coining that phrase. Yes. Hopefully I don't need to pay money for saying that. So basically it's mass media put out by evangelical Christians, largely Americans. um, In the South. Yeah, for evangelicals. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Essentially. Specifically, white Christians. Oh, yes. Thank you. We, well, we need to specify here. Okay, you've defined what the evangelical mm-hmm. industrial complex is. So, did you have another so, thought? Yeah, I had a few theories. 
as to why it hasn't, why graphic novels haven't really caught on in evangelical media. My first theory was Zondervan did do a couple different manga series or, you know, graphic novel type series. Don't call them manga. They're graphic novels. Yeah. Get them right. Okay. Wow. They actually had a website for and everything. Yeah. I'm just looking at the back of this book here and it's mm-hmm. with zgraphicnovels.com. Wow. That's a little. Mm-hmm. They actually went into this. Yeah. Okay. Wow. They actually. Okay. And then they had like a biblical based one, which makes sense because mm-hmm. why not? Oh, wow, they actually had a couple. Yeah. They had like four or five different ones. They had a more comedic one. Yeah, they had multiple different series going. And then Manga Bible. Which, of course, why not? So this was something that, yeah, that Zondervan did put effort into. Hold on, I'm checking the copyright on this one. I want to see when this book was put out, because that will give us a rough estimate in terms of the... So he's looking at the first book of the Tomo series. Copyright 2007? Mm Wow. Wow. That's actually later than I thought. I thought this was the early 2000s. This was the late 2000s, mid to late 2000s. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get the impression that the project overall did well financially. Yeah, fair enough. Um, pretty much all of them are out of print now. At least trying to find the tom- Tomo was yeah a challenge. I had to get things secondhand um, because I had bought Tomo when it was... Nearer when it was first released, and then I wanted to buy a set for our church library. Right. Because I enjoyed it. Yeah, and why not? Our church library, like most (laughs) church libraries out there, wasn't exactly overflowing with graphic novels, so Mm -hmm. come on. Yeah, so I went out to get a couple. So because that project, like I said, I don't think it did well financially. I wonder if the big Christian media companies are a little afraid to try it again. Uh, That's one theory. It's something else we talked about. The evangelical industrial complex is a largely white southern USA based phenomenon. Uh, So there's the cultural barrier of don't think that's a majorly culturally relevant thing there. Okay. Especially not manga. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so you kind of covered a lot of why it seems like Western, specifically white Christians, seem to have a problem with manga. Well, I, I, I want to point out, I mean, I have a list of other things too. Okay, fine. Go for it. Other theories. Manga is not known for inspirational fiction. I think... I've gotten inspired by manga. What are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, it, I know. I it's know. more so known for fantasy. And I would say fantasy doesn't have... A big grip, unless it's like Chronicles of Narnia. It doesn't really have a but big... But even that isn't really that inspirational, if we're being honest. I don't know no, why I just that mean, one latched on. I just mean in terms of, yeah, that's prizing thing that evangelicals latched on. Considering their love affair with inspirational stories to the point where, quite frankly, we seem incapable of telling a just a good fantasy story. Um, but I mean like inspirational drama or romances type thing. Manga's not exactly known for anything like that. And who reads inspirational dramas yeah, and romances? Yeah, so the other thing I wanted to bring up was Daniel Silliman in reading Evangelicals argued that the evangelical fiction world was created with women and specifically moms in mind. Soccer moms. That's mainly who they're trying to market to. And yeah, manga and comics are more stereotyped as being for like single men in their parents' basement for some reason. (laughs) Single men living in their parents' basement. Yeah. There's not really 
there's not really the sense that it would catch on with the main market that Christian fiction is aiming for. And my final theory is a friend factor. Moms tend to pick books through having them recommended by other Christian moms who actually have the time to look through all these books somehow. They probably don't even read them. They probably just saw a positive review on Goodreads or something. Maybe. How many Christian moms are recommending manga? How many have actually, you know, had the time to sit down and sort through manga to put in the effort for that? Manga, in all fairness, is a lot easier and quicker to read than your average novel. I'm sorry, but that's just the blunt honesty. But it does mean spending money to try to get yourself started. Ever hear of a public library? You can borrow books for free. Yeah, true. And they do have manga and graphic novels. And most libraries offer something in terms of a library interlibrary type loan Mm. i know that's how i've gotten a hold of books that weren't at our library so just saying but i just think all those things combined mean that evangelical industrial complex is probably going to be hesitant to experiment with graphic novels again well and one thing that i often wonder about is what about the cultural differences because as i've said earlier manga primarily comes from japan which obviously different culture different cultural norms and that will be expressed through its artwork like you pointed out at one point in a conversation we were having i forget about what exactly but you pointed out that japan really places a high emphasis on education and doing well in school which you theorize is part of the reason why in a lot of manga a lot of the time the main character tends to be student you know whether high school college or whatever have you but they are student life is a part of it Mm -hmm. well it's it would say though student life is pretty common in western media too at least in usually to play up the rebel or the person who's too cool for school or whatever as opposed to i haven't seen that in japanese work at all like any anime or manga that i've ever seen the school is isn't held up as this dark soul-sucking place where as opposed to western media you know you don't have to look hard to find some form of media that essentially says or pokes fun at school saying in a school sucks your soul out mm. okay so before we go we'll i brought out a few two of each of both manga graphic novels and comic books just to, i don't know some examples of different types that i've enjoyed or well maybe enjoyed in some cases a little bit strong of a word but at the very least they're not bad and frankly it wouldn't kill people to know that they exist okay so i guess we'll start off with some manga since that's what we started off with the two I got here are, admittedly, these are both based off of pre-existing properties, which, frankly, if that's how you get into a series, I don't see how that's a detriment. And so one is based off the video game series, The Legend of Zelda, specific The Legend of Zelda game Twilight Princess. Story and art is by a team of two women, if I recall, but they go by the title of Akira Himikiwa. And yeah, it's, it is rated T+. So, you know, like not aimed at the kids, but I think it's a very good epic type coming of age story, which I guess most Zelda games are about, if we're being fair. The other manga is based off of a web series, actually, called Ruby, R-W-B-Y. Story and art are done by Bunta Kinami. Admittedly, I've only got the first volume of the Ruby series so far, but it actually does a very good job of adding different layers and giving a different angle to the events of, I think it's just the first volume yeah. of the show I believe in so. this one. So 
And for the graphic novels, uh, one is the series Carlissa previously mentioned, Tomo. It's put out by Zondervan. And yeah, it's... Or it was. Well, it was Carlissa, how about you describe it? You know it better than I do. I, it did not leave a lasting impression on me personally. Yeah, it's a sort of coming-of-age story of a girl who's caught between two different worlds, the quote-unquote real world and a fantastical world full of talking animals. And it's exploring. She's learning more about this other world and more about her family and herself and her faith. And the other graphic novel we have is one that is quite popular out here in the West, so I won't be surprised if a lot of people in non-Christian circles already know of this book. It's called, quite simply, Bone. It's by Jeff Smith, and you've got the whole collection here in one big book. Yeah. Okay, I'll admit I'm not a fan of the last half of yeah. the story. The first yeah. half or third, I personally really enjoyed, but the it last took half... an interesting turn. <laughs> Yeah, not what I was a fan of. Oh, and it should be noted that Tomo is, what would you say the age range for that would be? Somewhere around? I would say kids and teens. Yeah, Yeah. I guess. And Bone would definitely be in the teens and up category. Well, it gets a little dark in places and stuff. So for reasons like that, I can't see myself recommending it to little kids. And then a couple of comic books. And one is put out by DC. It's called Kingdom Come by Mark. Well, the story's by Mark Wade and the artwork's by Alex Ross. It's personally one of my favorite comic books, period. It's essentially a giant what if type story for DC superheroes and villains. It's surprisingly deep, <laughs> considering that a lot of superhero comics can be pretty shallow at the heart of it. But it should be noted again, this is. I would say this is another, you know, rated T and up. And the last one is one that I would say is appropriate for all ages, more or less, is IDW's Sonic the Hedgehog. And yes, there is a comic book for Sonic the Hedgehog, and it's way better than the movies. And it has fun characters that I hope someday make it into the video games. Because, yeah, they had fun inventing a lot of cool new characters. That is true. The primary creatives of the Sonic the Hedgehog series, thus far at least, have been Ian Flynn and Evan Stanley, with various different artists and stuff like that pitching in. And yeah, it's it's a fun series. Maybe if you're not overly familiar with the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, you might be a little lost at the beginning, but in my mind, at least they do a pretty good job of getting you up to speed. So yeah, that's just giving you guys a bit of a taste of some potential options for what's out there. I'm sure if you go to your local public library, you'll be able to find more than a few other options. Mm -hmm. I was more than a little shocked with how many were at our public library. So that's it for this one. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And tune in next time for whatever topic we talk about then. Till Mm -hmm. then, follow us at book-bat.com. Please leave a like and a review if possible for the podcast and subscribe wherever you get it. We're on Apple and obviously you can get it on the website. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.